here's one thing I've learned is you have to allow yourself to feel in the moment, but just don't stay there. If you don't allow yourself to feel, you're not doing yourself justice mm -hmm. because you have to feel those emotions in order to move on. Because That's if you good. just push them down, then they build up, build up, build up. Then there's the bitterness and then there's the blow ups and you don't even really understand why. Hey fam, welcome to Speak Life. I'm so glad that you're tuning in today. Today I have a special guest with me, my sweet friend, Alex Murray. Hello. <laughs> I'm excited for you guys to hear her story and to be encouraged by um, what she has to say. So um, why don't you introduce yourself? My name is Alex Murray. I am married to a really awesome guy named Josh. Uh, we have two children. Uh, I have a bonus daughter who is 12 Aww. and a three-year-old boy who is all boy. <laughs> he's adorable. He's so adorable. <laughs> he's cute. I'm partial, but he's cute. Uh, and then I was raised in a very small town. Um, literally, we didn't even have one stoplight until I was probably a freshman in high school. That's crazy. And there's still only one stoplight oh in the entire county. I can't even imagine. I know. Like, <laughs> I know. You Like, I couldn't imagine being from like, a like, big city right. where you are. Uh, Parkersburg is about as big as I can stand for the norm time. So it's like city to you, yeah. like really city. Yes. And then I like to go to Columbus or someplace like that mm -hmm. for like a day. But then you're like, I'm like, right. it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> um, but so was it in West Virginia, the small yes, town? Okay. Yes. So I grew up about 45 minutes from Parkersburg. Okay. So we were literally almost an hour away from any type of like shopping Walmart. Wow. Yeah. Oh so <laughs> I'm like, so if it's it ten minutes a, away, it's too it was far. Definitely a day trip if we were gonna come shopping at all. Oh, yeah. Like um and let's see, there was like 106 people in my graduating class Girl. high school. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy. So I and I couldn't imagine I got, was talking to someone the other day. I couldn't imagine going to a high school a where your graduating class is like five, six hundred people. Right. Or even a thousand. Like then you're just you're a number. Right. And so I really appreciate the small town background I grew up in. Mm -hmm. And like I still know 50% of the people in the whole county, you know, like I, I go back home and Josh is like, I'm like, oh, there's so-and-so. And I call them by their name. He said, how do you know, you like, how do you know all of these people? I'm like, well, that's what small town small living town is all living. about. <laughs> that's funny. But uh, I was raised in church. Okay. Um, I was going to ask how yeah, was your family My dad was actually my youth pastor. So my oh. dad got called to the ministry when I was three or four. Okay. Um, so went through seminary school and then started um, preaching at two different little country churches. Wow. Yeah. When I was churches. like b between the ages of like five and eight. Wow. Yeah. So every other weekend we would switch off. Mm -hmm. We would go to one little church this weekend and then the, the other one, one the next weekend. Wow. Um, which was interest. It was interesting, you know, um, but that's what God called us to do as a family. So um, I really got 
to form relationships with a lot of great people. Aww. You know, like I had a lot of grandmas in church. Right. <laughs> with the gong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but then he got a position at um, another, I mean, it was a bigger church, but mm-hmm. it was, it was the church I really grew up in okay. um, in Ritchie County, Harrisville Baptist. Give them a shout out. So I was going to ask what the background was. So <laughs> yeah, Baptist. Baptist, okay. yes. Um, and he was then my youth pastor up until I graduated high school. Wow. Yeah. How was so, that? Um, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. But like there is a lot of pressure when you're a PK. Right. And your dad is the 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 youth pastor. Um, what is that pressure like? Like, how can you encourage someone out there that's okay. in that? Um, because it's there's like a stigma when it comes to PK kids. Right. Like, there is. Yes. Because of that pressure. Yes. Right. Uh, you know, in my experience, I was I, w- I was almost two different people, you know, yeah, like I've heard that like, like living a double life. Yeah. And I was in hiding. And, and honestly, it wasn't that bad until mm-hmm. I didn't notice how bad it was until I left home and like went to college. Wow. So um, I had got caught, you know, drinking a couple times. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, because <laughs> he he's an alcoholic, was an alcoholic. Okay. And I didn't know all of that because he had stopped drinking before mm-hmm. I was old enough to really know. Until the it came yes, up, so. yes, and he was an he was a very interesting, um, like his punishments were very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> like I had to write a six page report oh. on the effects of alcoholism and what it can do to your family. And <laughs> so you know, um, but those are things I'll never forget. Right, and like you remember the the yes, research and yes. stuff, right? So. Um, Props to you, Dad. <laughs> uh, but they really did a great job raising me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just didn't. I still felt the pressure, right. even though they didn't put it on me. Mm-hmm. Like I still felt like I had to go to church and act like everything was, you know, perfect. And right. I mean, I had a fantastic home, and they were a united front. Um, and I never, I never once saw them fight. Wow. Yeah, never wow. once. So like I That's have awesome. almost a near perfect example of what it's like to grow up in a good, a good solid family. Christian home. Wow. Yes. Um, and so then I think what you have to do to relieve the pressure is just talk mm-hmm. about it. Mm, that's like good. you have to bring it up. You Instead have to of hiding it. Yes, you have right. to recognize it. I think recognizing it may be the first step. That's because good. when you're a teenager, I mean, you're you're trying to figure life out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're trying to figure out who you are, how you feel about everything. Right. Because you've got all of these influences everywhere. Um, but you have to you have to keep God as your main focus. So you just can't stay in hiding. So why do you think that pressure you put on yourself, is it more like, or not being able to talk about it, do you think that it was more of like a, you have to look perfect in front of everyone? Or you have to know it all because you're a pastor's kid? No, not, no, it wasn't no, like that. I okay. did not, yeah, I didn't feel the pressure to like know it all. I just, and I, 
I'm sure I put all most of the pressure on myself. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm. Yeah, I was trying to to just portray the right the perfect PK. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, but then I went to college. You know, I wanted to try different things, mm -hmm. experience different things. Um, but like the whole time, mm -hmm. I knew like in your heart in it was my right. Heart, it was not right. Mm -hmm. Like I knew where my foundation was, but there's that rebellion, right? And and until you, you kind of hit rock bottom, right? I was like, well, this obviously isn't working for me. Mm -hmm. I just want to work and kind of move on with my life. So, um, I worked a couple of oil and gas jobs. I would I would go back and forth, like. Mm -hmm. I would reach out for God and then I would retreat. Mm -hmm. I, so it wasn't consistent. Yeah, it was. I was very inconsistent in my faith, but I always went to church mm -hmm. and and played the part. And like, I wanted my parents to think everything was okay. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. And so then I had gotten into smoking marijuana pretty heavy, and I really never wanted to go anywhere because I didn't want you, yourself and you. Yeah, and. Yeah. Um, I mean, I had a couple friends that mm. I would do it with. Yes. I always went to a Baptist church camp and was a counselor to the younger kid to like. Well, during this. Yeah. Season. Well, yes. Mm -hmm. Fifth and sixth graders. I went there that that week and I was there with I, I was there without my parents or that was my dad's the very last year of being camp pastor. Mm hmm. And I was like, I, I'm, I'll be fine. Like, I don't need weed. I didn't have weed before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, oh, so you just quit cold turkey. I did. The camp. I quit wow. cold turkey. And by Tuesday, I was wrecked. The Lord wrecked me. Wow. Because I could hear Him. Yeah, you surrendered. I, I didn't. Then. I didn't numb myself anymore. Mm, that's good. Yeah. So um, I kind of went. I had some alone time with the Lord and I really repented. And like by repentance, I mean like I'm done. Let me turn, let mm -hmm. me turn away from away it. Away from it and walk the complete opposite direction. Wow. And it was really wild. Uh my mom and sister came down for the first time in many, many years mm -hmm. to visit because it was my dad's the very last year. Oh. So they and were at the camp too. Yes. Okay. Just for a couple days towards the end of the week. So I think it was on Thursday. And like I was so heavy. Um, uh, my spirit was so heavy because I knew that I couldn't keep it inside. Like mm -hmm. I had to tell someone about uh just uh, what you were like overcome. Yes. And what I had been battling, mm -hmm. and so my mom, um, my mom had caught me when we were when I was on my way to somewhere, and she said, "Alex, you look so sad." Oh, and I said, "Mom always knows." I know. <laughs> I said, "I am," mm. and I just started sobbing, mm -hmm. and that was that was probably the turning point in our relationship. Oh. Like cuz you were vulnerable with her with vulnerable. what you were going through. And I was old I was like, you know, I wasn't living at home anymore. Mm -hmm. I wasn't the the little baby. I was able to just lay it all out. As your own person. Yes. Yeah. And that there was so much freedom and just getting it off of me. Mm -hmm. You know, and being like this is what I'm dealing with, mom. Like, I don't know how I got here. Mm -hmm. And uh, and she was like, okay. 
and she she just helped me and she reassured Comforted me that you, yes yeah. and that things could change and that i i we would get help and mm -hmm. um you know i would have accountability and um i just needed to remove my you know change my lifestyle and right. the friends i was around and um but that was for sure the changing point in our relationship wow that was with your mom yes that's awesome yes um so then after that i was still working in oil and gas mm -hmm. so i was like okay i'm done was it in the same area yes okay so i've always been around the parkersbury area um and i was m working in marietta mm -hmm. with uh a company and there was a gentleman who goes to the church now who I was working with at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I we had just kind of chatted back and forth a little bit and I saw something um, on his computer screen. I think it said like, Jesus loves you or something. And I was like, hey, I like your, I like that background. And he was like, oh, thanks. And then, <laughs> and then that kind of opened up a whole nother. Like a conversation. Um, yeah, a whole So nother. at this point, were you at, in church or were you? I was. Okay, so you were going but, to church. So this was after the turning point with your mom. Yes. Okay. You know, and I'm not, I'm not dogging the way I was raised. Mm -hmm. If I was not raised in that Christian home, who knows where I would be right now. Right. But like in my spirit, I did like, I, I told God one time, if this is all there is, mm -hmm. like I'm not okay with that. Like mm -hmm. you have, like you have to be more. There right. has to be more to you because this is not going to sustain me. Mm -hmm. Tim invited me to church, mm -hmm. and he was like, "Well, do you like believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Do you believe?" And I was like, "Like, you're like, like what? <laughs> like praying in tongues?" And he was uh -huh. like, "Yeah." I said. I mean, I'm open to it. Mm -hmm. I don't know much about it, but I'm open to That's it. Awesome. Like, you yeah, have, like an open heart. And some people are like, <laughs> because I knew that was the more right, but I just didn't really understand any of it. Mm -hmm. And he was like, "Awesome! <laughs> so you should come to church with me." And so I came that next Wednesday. Wow! You don't waste any time. You're like, all right, no, I. <laughs> but. I came in in sweatpants and a t-shirt. <laughs> I really just wanted to slip in. Right, like kind of high. I wanted to observe, mm -hmm. check it out. Well, I saw someone I knew and I ended up in like the third row. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, does it? You're like, this does not work totally the way that I <laughs> set me up. Totally set me up. <laughs> and the very first night I was there, uh, there was a gentleman that gave, came up and he said, I believe that the Lord um, told me this morning that there would be people here tonight specifically s seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Wow. That's and the I was big like, thing that your friend yeah, brought yeah. up. And I was like, oh. And <laughs> I remember like looking down and I was white knuckling the chair in front of me. White knuckling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, oh my <laughs> and then the next thing I know, I'm standing up front. And I'm, I'm like, how did I just get up here? <laughs> Holy Spirit's like, Ugh. I know that's that's the only explanation. Like, You're gonna go, girl. Yeah. <laughs> so then I would, I was, I they prayed for me, and I was that night. I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. Wow. My very first night at the Rock, baptized in the Holy Spirit, 
And I have never been the same since. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So how could you encourage someone out there that maybe questioning that those things like the more or like I want to know more of it but maybe because I don't know I don't know what to do right. or the how to fear of the unknown right put that aside mm. you have to get past the the fear of the unknown because I'm I'm going to tell you it's worth it mm -hmm. you won't be disappointed he will not disappoint you right um so just go for it mm -hmm. um just seek it out. Seek scriptures out that that um, talk about the the things of the spirit and the the baptism of fire and and um, baptism of the Holy Ghost. Right. Um, and the Bible will let you know. Yeah. You know that is the not Holy just spirit, for right. back then. It's for right. today too. It's for today, yeah. Um. So. Okay. So you you were never the same again. So what? change after that like what's what are some specific things that you can oh, kind of pinpoint i was and then uh, how did you get because you said you're married so how did you get to i was really not wanting any type of relationship mm -hmm. um it's drama right you know? i just wasn't ready for it um I like i could finally breathe i don't yes, want to like <laughs> yes. get into that yeah so it was me and jesus for a while mm -hmm. and i was totally fine with that but through that, mm -hmm. I had kind of started talking to Josh, not on a romantic level at all. We went on our first date, which I would not have considered a first date at mm -hmm. the time because it was I more was like getting together. Yeah, I was not attracted to him. Mm -hmm. um, totally in the friend zone, mm -hmm. and so I was really able to just be myself. Be yourself. Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. And so. There was no impression trying to take place, mm -hmm. you know. We found ourselves pretty inseparable, like, from that point on. Wow. Like besties. Like more like best yeah, friends. Yeah, like, like we, we just wanted to be together. Aww. We loved each other's company. Mm -hmm. Like, he was so funny to me. And he was goofy because I'm a little more on the serious side. <laughs> <laughs> or a lot more on the serious side. <laughs> It was refreshing to refreshing. me. Refreshing. Yes. I like that. I was praying. I was like, Lord, if this is it, like you have to tell me. Mm -hmm. And and you have to like move on my heart because I'm not I'm not right, attracted to him. And uh no joke, we were riding in this truck one day and I was looking out the window and, and like, I looked oh. over at him <laughs> and I got instant butterflies. Whoa. You're like, this is where this comes from. Because like, <laughs> you just kind of have to can try to contain yourself. Right. And, you're, and so I'm having this internal conversation. Like, I want to hold his hand. No, you don't want to hold anybody's <laughs> hand. Like, holding like, hands is pretty intimate to me. You know? Yeah, like so that. So I was like, what is happening? <laughs> and it, from then on, I've been a goner. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So God's like, I'm showing you. And he showed yes. you through the butterflies. Yes, he did. Oh, and it beautiful. was just like all at once. Bam. Wow. It is. So how can you encourage someone out there that may be, maybe in that situation to where they're either they're in it and maybe they want to get out, but they don't know how, or maybe they just got over it and they're like, I'm done with men. I'm not going to. Put the Lord first. Put the Lord first. Yeah. Date Jesus again. I like that. Yeah. Date, date Jesus. Date Jesus again. He'll fix the wound in your heart mm. that was made possibly from that relationship. or And he won't just put a Band-Aid on it. Mm -hmm. You know, like you have to kind of walk through that bit of a healing process before you're ready for, the, for another. The yeah. 
right. um, for another relationship and hopefully the right one. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but and like you said, you asked God, like I show did. me I did. who the right one is. Yeah, I did. And I was I was ready to walk away mm -hmm. if that wasn't it. Right. You know, um because I was done playing games. Mm. I mean, I wasn't like old. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm only, <laughs> I'm only 33 now, almost 34. I was 26 when we got married. 26, okay. almost 27 when we got married. But it happened so fast. Like, right. It happened so fast that once once we realized, okay, this is this is a thing and we're going to mm -hmm. pursue this. And uh, here's another suggestion I'm going to give. Um encourage you to if you are in a good home church setting and that is like your family mm -hmm. submit that relationship to that's good to leadership um and say like okay do you because especially if both of you have been in the church for a while and mm -hmm. they've gotten to know both of you on different um levels like individually yes individually then it's they're gonna know whether this is something that you need to pursue or not right that's and good. and trust the leadership because when you're in strong like or in love you don't see sometimes the red flag right and they you can don't. from the outside they're like uh yes <laughs> so and, that's good and advice whether you're gonna be compatible yes yeah yes um you're they don't see through those rose-colored lenses <laughs> right where you're like everything is so sweet yes <laughs> and then you get married um, and you're like oh no. yes so the lord just restores mm. you know like if you if you give it to him mm -hmm. he restores it that's good so all this and so you got married yeah and then you said that you had a bonus daughter yes so coming from a family of like you grew up really well and mm -hmm. um it was family going into a blended family. Okay, how that was, was that? culture shock. That's what I was gonna ask. Yes. So how was that? It? Was culture shock for sure? Did you ever like second guess it? Like, were you like, yes. oh my goodness, like, how yes. am I gonna do this? Um, but you have to, you have to come against that mm -hmm. because, and like when that thought would come in my head, mm -hmm. I'd be like, nope, this is what I signed up for. Right. This is what I agreed to. This is what I vowed to in mm -hmm. front of God that I would push through the hard times. Mm -hmm. um, because life isn't rainbows right. all the time. Yes. <laughs> um, and being a bonus mom is very hard. Mm. Um, you know, it's a, it's, sometimes it's a roller coaster, as is being a, a parent, period. Right. Um, and, you know, because sometimes I feel, I don't know if this is always true, mm -hmm. but sometimes I feel like I'm on the sidelines oh. watching things take place. So you have no control over it. I have no control. Mm. So I have to trust God with her first. Mm -hmm. I feel like my role is more of the encourager and a a relief zone. You guys have her on week, like some days. Some weekends, so to... yes. So I think basically my prayer for her is that the Lord touches her in a way mm -hmm. and she, she can see the Lord through me. Right. You know, like, am I being a good steward of the fruits of the Spirit to her like is she, does she see jesus through me wow that's good that is like that's my prayer definitely struggled with that at first mm -hmm. um because it was all very new to me right i mean 
It's not like you. Oh, like you I had was to jump like, right in. Yeah, I was thrown in. Yeah, you know, and uh, so like, you know, because you have to, you have to maintain relationships mm -hmm. with, you know, the other parent. Right, and it's hard right now because she's twelve. Um, so she's like on the line, yes, teenager. Yes, yeah. um, definitely a little teeny bopper. <laughs> um, and I remember being 12. It's hard. Like it you're is. trying to figure out your life. You're trying to figure out who you are. You got peer pressure. You have like all the and things. And it's magnified a hundred times now compared to when I was 12, mm -hmm. you know? And, and growing up in two separate homes where your parents aren't together. Right. That makes it even harder. I couldn't even imagine like Yeah, so like I just try to be that stable that stable person for her. Mm -hmm. So how can you encourage someone out there with that in that area? I've come from a blended family and there's so many people that I know that are out there that mm -hmm. from a mother's point of view, a stepmother, mm -hmm. like that can be hard, you yeah. know. And so how can you encourage them in that? So fruits of the spirit <laughs> is required in all parenting aspects. <laughs> Long <Yes>. suffering. <laughs> uh, but I would say it probably applies more to um, step parenting mm. just because you have to completely rely on the, on the Lord and those fruits to get through certain situations. Mm -hmm. Here's one thing I've learned is you have to allow yourself to feel in the moment. Mm. Like, but just don't stay there. Like if you just don't stay there, I yeah. Like that. Don't unpack your bags there, right? Because that's where bitterness and yes, stuff and like it, take it place. can consume you. Yes, but if you don't allow yourself to feel, you're not doing yourself justice mm -hmm. because you have to feel those emotions in order to move on. Because that's if good. you just push them down, then they build up, build up, build up. Then one day you just and then there's there's. <laughs> you know, then there's the bitterness and then there's the blow ups of, and you don't even really understand why. You can feel the feelings of the disappointment and the mm -hmm. hurt. And uh, I'm not gonna say bitterness because don't let that root take place. Right. But that doesn't that mean you don't get hurt. Right. And so it's okay to feel those feelings and tell God about that, but then don't stay there. Don't unpack your bags there. And definitely remember that she is God. They are God's first. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Yeah. Her having that stability in mm -hmm. you. Like, I think that's beautiful. Like that was like the key word that you said was like that stability, that safe place for yes. her to be able to come to you. And yes. you can point her to Christ. Like I don't yes. have all the answers, but Christ does. Right. And so right. she'll carry that with her until she's, yes. you know, older. That's my prayer anyway. Right. <laughs> So um, how is it with um, your your son too? So you you had your son later, like how many yes. years? So we were married five years mm -hmm. before uh, we had Jasher. So it was I was really thankful for that time with, alone with her, yes, right? With my with my bonus kiddo because that really gave us time to develop our own relationship right before i brought in and you have to focus more on right you know. because there's they're little and they just need a whole lot more attention mm -hmm. uh and i i never want her to feel like he's more important to me right um 
So I'm very thankful for the timing that the Lord gave us in that. I'm glad that the Lord's giving me some time and, mm-hmm. and he's going to grace me as a parent to be able to do that. Right. So. Well, and then being surrounded by a church family to have the older ones say, hey, yes. like, this yes. is how you could do it or yes. help guide. Yes. I'm so, I'm so thankful for the leadership in the church that has that has raised godly homes. Yes. And you see the fruit mm-hmm. of of their labor in the Lord and how they raised up their children. Right. And like you see the children now and you're like, okay. I want mine. Yes. <laughs> like, okay, let's talk. Right. Like what did you do? So that we can... <laughs> give it all to me, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, as a parent, do they see Jesus in you? Like, do right. they see because right now, like you, as a toddler, if he's going to see Jesus, it's going to be through, through me. you. Because I'm the one, like, you know, we're in the process of teaching him mm-hmm. who Jesus is and, and like how to talk to him, you know. And, um, but like, as far as what it means for that relationship and what that relationship looks like. Mm-hmm he bases it off of his relationships. Right. And so like, am I, am I quick to anger? Am I um, impatient? Mm-hmm. Am I, so like, I'm all like, the Lord has me conscious right now of really um, in the moment, asking myself those questions and like the Holy Spirit's leading me in being intentional in parenting. That's good. Intentional and, parenting. Yeah. And, Girl. <laughs> and not just, you know, flying off the whim because mm-hmm. we spilled milk or, you or know. People say surviving. But when you say intentional, that means that you're, you have a plan and you're like, okay, Lord, like I'm yielding to you. But when yes. you're just surviving, it's like, right. I don't know what's going to happen. And but... I have found myself there. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that is one thing. I mean, the Lord talks to me a lot. <laughs> has been talking to me a lot recently about you know you can't like because some some days you literally feel like okay I barely made it through that day right you know and as as a full-time working mom Hmm. I feel like you you're in the same thing every day Mm -hmm. and it's just like you try to make it through and you try to be a good mom and it's like you try not to fly off the handle. Right. <laughs> you know, overreact when it's it's something over small. the smallest things. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord's been been sharing with me just to be aware in the moment. Because you you can change the atmosphere. Right. Like you have control over the atmosphere in your home. Yes. So like in the moment, if I feel it begin to kind of get out of control, I'm like, mm. ah. Uh-uh. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, buddy. You know, and and I I I want to apologize to him mm-hmm. in the in the moment, or or if I catch it after, I want to apologize to him because I see. Well, I might have you know I might have overreacted mm-hmm. and that, but I don't want him to do that. You know, as he grows, I want him to learn from me instead of doing the same pattern. Mm-hmm. So like. I'm trying to break the pattern. Break patterns. So Blood he doesn't breaker. Yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't have to live that out. Right. You know? 
Well, thank you so much, Alex, yeah. for coming on and sharing your story. You. It was a blessing, and I know it's going to bless some people out there. And thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you were encouraged by Alex's story. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe. And thank you so much for tuning in. Have a good day. Bye.